0: Need a break from the horrifying reality of real life? Well, do we have a sexy deal for you.
1: Go to adamandeve.com and use our special code HORROR for 50% off almost any item and free shipping. That's H-O-R-R-O-R at checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Order now and get ready to... A lot of longing. Hello, everyone.
0: Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of I'm Horrified. Episode 101. Episode
1: 101 Dalmatians. We should have talked about dogs this episode. Oh, too late. Crap. (laughs) Now I'm
0: realizing how
1: brilliant that would have been. Well, you know, there's always two hundred and one. Yes. A hundred episodes from now. The famous sequel to 101 Um, Dalmatians. Yes exactly. Um, But uh, I'm happy to be here with you Sam in the flesh. We've accepted each other into our quarantine bubble. Absolutely. um, Because we're both working from home so we're able to be in the same room. Not do the quite the level of caressing and Mm -hmm. tongue kissing that we usually do to kind of prep for these sessions. Yeah close but not there yet. Exactly. Exactly. We're still it's a lot of it's a lot of longing, a lot of longing. Just You'll a hear longing. a lot of sort of longing, looks. Jane Austen like tension <laughs> for the romance that you know that yeah. that is on this podcast. She'll touch my hand and i will like flex it because <gasps> it
0: was so yeah. important to me. Camera
1: pans down. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know we're working through that today, and we're also talking about two fun topics because we're back on the topics train. We're baby. back. Back to Um, the format. Sam, what are you going to talk about today? Today I'm going to talk about Elon Musk. Oh, do you have to? (laughs) And I know that sounds like a fancy men's cologne, but unfortunately it's not. It's not. Um, I'm going to talk about the online foot picture trade. I cannot wait. Are you
0: excited? I frankly want to trash my stupid segment, but I'll do it very quickly. I want to hear about Elon Musk, except that I don't. (laughs) maybe I should trash this stupid segment. Um. Uh, I'll go so fast because it gets a Pride and Prejudice cameo. So Oh good, oh good. <laughs> Might as well talk about that. Um, so I was going to talk about Neuralink, which is the reason he's kind of been in the news most mm-hmm. lately. Uh, but then as I was doing that research, I was like, I just got to talk about Musk. So got to get into the Musk. Let's talk about uh, his whole life, why I don't love him, and perhaps why he has so many fanboys. Mm. So section one, the history of Musk. Um, <laughs> Musk story. <laughs> Elon Musk, he is a business magnate, industrial designer, engineer, and philanthropist, according to his Wikipedia page. That he probably wrote. (laughs) I would. If I was that famous. He's the only one who would
1: describe himself as a magnate. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: He is the founder, CEO, CTO, and chief designer of SpaceX. He's an early investor, CEO, and product architect at Tesla. He's the co-founder of Neuralink. He's also big in a bunch of other companies. In 2018, he was ranked 25th on the Forbes list of world's most powerful people. Um, and he ranked jo- joint first on the Forbes list of most innovative leaders in 2019. And as of September 2nd, 2020, oh, that's very recent. I didn't even realize when I pulled that out yeah, how recent that was. His ne- maybe it is Elon updating this. Uh, his net worth is estimated by Forbes to be $93.3 billion with a B, which makes him the fifth richest person in the world. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's so he's so wealthy, and somehow there's also four people who have more than $93 billion. Yeah, that's which is wrong, <laughs> which for is the record. Incorrect, for reasons I will talk about. Um, Elon was born in 1971 in South Africa to his mother, a Canadian-born model named May Musk. What a name. That's that great. sounds like a fancy woman's perfume. And his father, Errol Musk. Uh, Errol is by all accounts, and this includes Elons, a terrible person. Mm. Uh, he was a millionaire before age of 30 in apartheid South Africa, so I mean, that's no good. No way you made that money in a good way. Uh, he owns part of an emerald mine in Zambia, that's probably no good. He perhaps killed someone, and he definitely fathered a child with his stepdaughter. No. Um, which is so gross. Um. And so Elon's shitty father and his mother were divorced when Elon was growing up. It seems like he worked to kind of stay under his terrible thumb, stay out from under his terrible thumb. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, There there are literally quotes from Elon Musk that were like, my father is a brilliant engineer, but a terrible person. Also a piece of shit. You know, you can be both. Yeah, yeah. We all have to reckon with our daddy issues at some point. There's Mm. not a person in this world who doesn't have some kind of daddy issue. Yeah. That's that's science. I'll lay that down. And every man listening to this is like, I don't. You do. You have it more even than anyone else. Yeah, and they have it more. (laughs) I've never talked to a man like that I was friends with and haven't eventually uncovered a daddy issue.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think if if, it's like you show me a man without a daddy issue, (laughs) I'll give you as much money as Elon Musk has. (laughs)
0: Which, as we know, is $93.3 billion as of yeah. September 2nd, 2020. Um, so next up, I call this section Do As Musks Do. Uh, what does Elon Musk really do? Uh, we know he is rich, but why? So his first business... Good was question. <laughs> right? Uh, he, his first business was started in 1995 with his brother Kimball, and it was called Zip2. And it was basically like an internet city guide for the newspaper publishing industry to get newspapers like online. Um, and a company called Compaq acquired Zip2 for $307 million in cash in February of 1999, which means that Musk received $22 million for his 7% share of the company. That is a lot. To be honest, I would have retired if
1: I suddenly had $22 million. I would go, great. We're, That's the perfect amount. I think And then good. you just, you, I would be the person who it's like, all right, do you want to leave with your cash or do you want to double down? I would, leave. I'd leave. Elon's not that kind of person. He
0: um, did double down. So he used 10 million of that 22 million in March of 1999 to form a company called X.com, which was an online financial services and email payment company. And a year later, that company merged with Cofinity, which had a money transfer service kind of attached to them called PayPal. Oh! And so the merged company then renamed itself PayPal and focused on PayPal as a, ser- as a service. It renamed itself in 2001. So of note, Elon did not create PayPal or that technology. He had a company that merged with that company and then they decided, hey, we should focus on PayPal. And then PayPal blew up. In October of 2002, PayPal was acquired by eBay for $1.5 billion, of which Musk received $165 million. So he founded a company, worked I'm sure very hard, sold that company for millions, founded a new company, merged that with a company, and used that other company's technology, and now he has $165 million. That'll do it. That'll do it. And then so he's done. And so again, I would be done. Um, no, 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 because now that boy has SpaceX money. <laughs> oh, right, space. There's a whole space section of this. He found SpaceX in 2002, the goal of which is lowering the cost of space travel to eventually allow the colonization of Mars. Um, and this should probably go in like my summing up section, but I just have to address it now. Here's a personal problem I have with Elon Musk and billionaires like him. If you have a hundred million dollars, as he did then, or as he now has hundreds of millions of dollars, mm. uh, instead and instead of putting that huge amount of money into solving climate change or homelessness or any other big issue currently actively affecting real living humans, you decide to create a company for space exploration for an uncertain future where we might want to go to Mars, which is currently only raising your net worth and your public profile, I have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, that's deeply unethical.
0: I don't think that is ethical, exactly. Um, And by the way, not to take anything away from this man, Elon Musk, he does give to charity. By all accounts, he is giving millions of dollars. When you have billions of dollars, you should be giving millions, but I think that's great. Good. When you have billions of dollars, you should be
1: be giving billions. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, But I think that Elon Musk wants to go to space because how cool would it be if Elon Musk can go to space and not from any real desire to help humanity? Mm. He's spending like a five-year-old. Yes. And if you turn a little website you made with your brother in 1995 into a multi-million slash billion dollar organization, I think you really have to help people, not just your ego. Agreed. Anyways.
1: <laughs> but I digress. I
0: quite literally digress. We're on to Tesla, which I feel like is the thing that like I most think of usually when I think of Me too. young Musk. Uh, Musk joined Tesla in 2004, very early in its life. I think it was founded in like 02 or 03. Um, and he has become the face of the company and uh, which is best known for its very fancy electric cars that are now well on the road to becoming self-driving. Mm. Uh, you all guys all know I have a problem with self-driving cars. They make me nervous. Yep. But again, Musk says that this technology is part of his big save the world plan. Um, and he, he says that for every, like, multi-billion dollar corporation he founds. He says, like, this is really going to make the world better by pioneering this technology. Really? Um, which will be cool, but it has not happened yet. Uh, He has a whole bunch of other companies, including Neuralink, which I will talk about at the end. Uh, And also, I just think this is funny. He has a company called The Boring Company, which is about boring holes for tunnels. That is funny. That's Um, funny. I'll give him that. That's funny. That is funny. Um, So, I mean, he's very clearly good at business and tech. Do I think he deserves $93 billion? I don't think anyone deserves $93 billion. No human being deserves 93 billion dollars yep all right on to section three i call this for the love of the musk <laughs> uh let's get into the more salacious stuff yay elon musk has been married twice he's had a couple long-term partners and he has six children that's kind of a
1: lot that's so
0: many <laughs> i'd say too many i'll say it but if it's right i mean if anyone can afford them it's elon musk so it's, true. it's very true uh he was married first to his college sweetheart justine and after their divorce in 2008, Justine wrote an essay, I think for Marie Claire, about her marriage to Elon. Mm. And I've just excerpted parts of it.
1: I'm, well, I'm sure he was a banner husband. Yeah.
0: Um, so she talks about they met in college and he was kind of like grinding to get his first company off the ground. And she was a writer who really wanted to get published. So they were both just kind of this young couple working hard. Uh, and then his his company got big, he sold it, he went to the other company, you know, so he's he's very rapidly becoming very, very wealthy when when they started dating, he really wasn't. Um, so here's a first big quote. As we danced at our wedding reception, Elon told me, "I am the alpha in this relationship. What? I shrugged it off just as I would later shrug off signing the post-nuptial agreement, But as time went on, I learned that he was serious. He had grown up in the male-dominated culture of South Africa, and the will to compete and dominate that made him so successful in business did not magically shut off when he came home. This, and the vast economic imbalance between us, meant that in the months following our wedding, a certain dynamic began to take hold. Elon's judgment overruled mine, and he was constantly remarking on the ways he found me lacking. I'm your wife, I told him repeatedly, not your employee.
1: Hell yeah, poor Justine.
0: And then, like, he told her in response and during one of their fights, like, if you were my employee, I would fire you. Oh, great. (laughs) So that's fun. Um, Another big quote, Elon was obsessed with his work. When he was home, his mind was elsewhere. I longed for deep and heartfelt conversations, for intimacy and empathy. And while I sacrificed a normal family life for his career, Elon started to say that I read too much, shrugging off my book deadlines. This felt like a dismissal and a stark reversal from the days when he was so supportive. When we argued over the house and over the kids' sleeping schedule, my faults and flaws came under the microscope. Gope. I felt insignificant in his eyes, and I began thinking about the effect our dynamic would have on our five young sons. That's a lot of sons. That's so many sons that you're setting an example for. Yeah. Yeah. So, poor Justine, she basically feels like she's become, like, this trophy wife to him. She's totally given up all the stuff that was important to her. She actually gets in, like, a small car accident, and it doesn't seem like it was life-threatening, but just kind of shocking. Mm. And she realized that her first thought wasn't like, oh my god, or like, oh, holy shit, that was close. It was like, oh, Elon's gonna be so mad at me.
1: Oh, Um, that's, that's bad.
0: Yeah. So, um, they ultimately... Does this quote say that? Yes, it does. Okay, here's the last quote. Uh, I told Elon in a soft voice that was nonetheless filled with conviction that I needed our life to change. I didn't want to be a sideline player in the multi-million dollar spectacle of my husband's life. I wanted equality. I wanted partnership. I wanted to love and be loved the way we had before he made all his millions. Elon agreed to enter counseling, but he was running two companies and carrying a planet of stress. One month and three sessions later, he gave me an ultimatum. Either we fix this marriage today, or I will divorce you tomorrow. By which I understood he meant, our status quo works for me, so it should work for you too. He filed for divorce the next morning. I felt numb, but strangely relieved.
1: That was bullet dodged.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, but but, but did she dodge the bullet because she has five sons with this guy? No, she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And she says in the article she doesn't have any contact with Elon. They talk about their kids through his assistant.
1: That's and that's so shitty for his kids, yeah. too, because it's like once you have a child with somebody, you have to be chill talking to them person to person for mm-hmm. the rest of your life at, like, baby showers and weddings and shit like that because otherwise you're being a dick. Exactly,
0: exactly. And I do think it's a really interesting point she makes that, like, the things that make him successful in business don't turn off For him which I think is hard for a lot of people to do if you make that your
1: whole life yeah I think it's a similar song for a lot of successful men who marry women who put their careers on hold Mm -hmm. for their families absolutely but like Um, which is not does not mean that that's a bad thing to do but it does seem to be a similar song
0: yeah absolutely but it's just like if I had to choose between having 93 billion dollars and being able to have a conversation with the person
1: I love I think I would choose the conversation (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I think I should choose the United No, nope, no, nope, the conversation. You're right. The conversation. Uh, I would choose the conversation. I'd
0: love a middle ground where I can both have a good relationship with my loved ones and perhaps $1 million. Can I go, yeah,
1: like $92 billion? <laughs> and then, yeah. Um,
0: I think there's a middle ground, but I'm just saying, like, if it, he's clearly picked one. Yes. And I think perhaps he should have picked the other. So Musk then went on to marry actress Tallulah Riley, who plays Mary in the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Oh my
1: god! Um,
0: And she's also been in a bunch of other movies. She's a very successful actress. Um, They then got divorced, then they got married again, then they got divorced again. Great. Uh, But they seem to overall be on pretty good terms. That's nice. Uh, He then notably dated actress Amber Heard. Uh, It also seems like their breakup was pretty amicable. And now we get to Grimes, Musk's current partner.
1: Who I like for all intents and purposes. Yeah,
0: and Grimes is like an entertainer. She's a musician, I think. Oh, are they a musician? They might be gender neutral. I'm actually not sure. I'm not sure either. I will use they in case for the rest of this episode. Please tweet me. Um, But so Grimes and Elon met over Twitter. Good. Um, He was about to make an AI joke and realized that Grimes had already made that joke. So they fell in love instantly. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And they had a baby earlier this year. Uh, its name is X-A-12, uh, and that is spelled X, and then, like, that A and E that are next to each other, kind of. I've seen it on the YouTube and, and then the Twitter. A-Dash, and then it originally was just 12, like, one, two, but then in the state of California, you can't put numbers in your baby's name legally, so they had to change it to, like, X-I-I, so it's, like, the Roman numeral 12. Okay. And it also led to uh, one of my favorite Twitter exchanges of all time. Grimes was tweeting what the meaning of the name was. And they tweeted, X, the unknown variable, A-E, Ash. My Elven spelling of A-I, love or artificial intelligence. A-12 is pre-court cursor to the SR-17, our favorite aircraft. Okay. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but non-violent. And Archangel is my favorite song. Elon then tweets sr seventy one, but yes. So correcting her tweet about what the meaning of their baby's name was, uh, and then Grimes says, "I am recovering from surgery and barely alive, so maybe type my may my typos be forgiven." Damn it! <laughs> oh boy, there's so much wrong here. There's so much wrong here. Um, I don't love that baby name. I will confess. Yeah, but I would say don't correct the person who just gave birth to your child don't hours hours after. Yeah. Say that, or say that to them privately and be like, honey, you might want to just delete and rewrite that tweet. Yeah. Because I know it was just a
1: typo, but Mm -hmm. I think she's done that a couple of times on Twitter. Yeah. Or they have done that a couple of times on Twitter of, um, being like, yeah, you're going to want to delete that. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely appropriate.
0: Yep. So that's his romantic history. He and Grimes are still, I think, together with this baby. Um, so he now has six sons, only boys. It's very interesting. Mm, That is interesting. Um, on to section four, Musk's army. Uh, I am being a little risky putting my feelings about Elon Musk out there because he has a ton of fans, way more than you would think a random businessman would have. He's got some incel energy. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, and there was an article from The Verge that came out, I think, in 2016 that talked a lot about this kind of interesting culture. Uh, and this is what they said. While his detractors see him as another out-of-touch, inexpert, rich guy who either can't or won't acknowledge the damage he and his companies are doing, to his fans, Musk is a visionary out to save humanity from itself. They gravitate towards his charisma and his intoxicating brew of extreme wealth, a grand vision for society, articulated through his companies, which he has an odd habit of launching with tweets, and an internet-friendly playfulness that sets him apart from the stodgier members of his economic class. Um, and as all internet fandoms do, his fans will viciously attack anyone who dislikes or even questions Musk's way of doing things, and that, of course, disproportionately ends up affecting women and people of color on the internet. Mm. Uh, that's just the way it is for all internet fandom, pretty much. Yeah. But, um, here's my feelings about this. Um, you should not hero worship any capitalists. Um, you will never be Elon Musk. Elon Musk was a smart person who worked hard. I do not deny that for one second, but he also rode the dot com bubble and made some lucky investments.
1: Yeah, nobody earns that much
0: money. Yes. You cannot
1: earn it. Um, uh, so we should
0: not be counting on him to save the world out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. He is a businessman. He does business in order to make money. If making money was not his goal, he would be running a SpaceX nonprofit or he would be working for NASA. He is making profit. That's his goal. That's what he wants to be doing. He just wants to be making money. Plus, there's so much into the way he treats his factory workers, the carbon emissions that are coming from his SpaceX flights, and also Teslas are not as green as they appear to be necessarily. Like, there's a lot of stuff there that if you just accept he is a businessman in business to make money on interesting inventions he likes, you're fine with. But yeah. if you are saying he's here to save the world, you can't reconcile that with what his companies actually do.
1: Yeah. Don't call him a god when his ultimate goal is to get rich. Yeah. Which is, you know, the, the goal of every other corporation in the world. Exactly. So I get it, but. And he's good at it. He's
0: very good at it. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not a very smart, good businessman, but he's not doing these things because he's a great guy. He's
1: doing the to make Yeah, money. but frankly, Bill Gates won't stop talking about malaria, and that's better. <laughs> yeah, much better. That is better, absolutely. Um, so quickly on to Neuralink, which I don't know
0: anything about. Oh, it's very fun. Um, so I read a couple articles, mostly about it. Uh, and here's what's happening. Uh, Elon Musk is, I think, just a really big investor, and in now like one of the major C level positions in this company, Neuralink. Their goal is to put. Uh, a, a chip or a neural mesh into our heads that can then communicate directly with our devices. Mm. So instead of poking something on your phone, you think, poke, and it pokes it for you. Oh, I have so many random thoughts throughout the day.
1: I feel like this <laughs> is the weir-
0: weirdest shit would pop up on my phone. That would that would be the fair. Um, in theory, this technology is great, especially for p- people with things um, like uh, who are quadriplegic. Yeah. This technology would be awesome. That's kind of what the website advertises this technology as being for, is people with these mobility issues who can't easily access technology. But really, he wants us all to
1: be cyborgs.
0: Really, Elon Musk is afraid of the superintelligence, which I talked about on the podcast many moons ago. Uh, and he thinks that, and I think we talked about this so briefly the other day, the only way to combat... We did, and
1: unfortunately, I agree with yeah, him. The
0: way to combat the robots is to be a robot. Um, can't beat them, join them. But again... That's, that's assuming that he wants to save the world with his technology. Here's what Elon Musk, I think, in my opinion, really wants to do. He wants to put technology in our head that is proprietary to him.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: only he can sell us the stuff that interacts with the technology in our head. And then he makes billions more dollars. Yeah. And that's smart and great for, for him. Uncomplicated. But that's what he wants, that's what he wants to do. Um, so, it's in the news because they just had like a big summer showcase and they've implanted some of the technology in a pig mm-hmm. and had like starting to get maybe some success. And he says that they're going to start trying human trials at the end of 2020. And a lot of experts say, no, they're not. <laughs> but not, so much is going on this so, year. Yeah, there's just a lot of other stuff happening. But uh, for anyone interested in the audio drama podcast community like I am, I am. I don't know if you've ever listened to the popular uh, series Limetown, but this is the plot of Limetown is that they're trying to do mind-to-mind communication through a chip in the brain and they put it in a pig first. Mm. And at the end of Limetown, a lot of people die. Yeah. So well. all I'm saying, maybe listen to season one of Limetown. You don't have to listen to season two. Don't listen to season two. You heard it here first, folks. Season one of Limetown is this. Uh, And so that's what Musk is doing. Uh, Moral of the story, you can find Elon Musk or Bill Gates, who is very philanthropic, or even like Jeff Bezos, inspiring if you want. Uh, Do not convince yourself that they are going to save the world single-handedly with their brilliance. It is just not going to happen like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's my segment on Elon Musk. Wow, there's so much there. I didn't know so many of those things. Our musky, musky man. He has a a lot to him. There is a lot to him. He sounds kind of like a dick, though. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I've left out even, like, he's, like, tweeted controversial things and da-da-da, like, he's, like, a 50-year-old dude, so I'm not surprised he's tweeted controversial things. Every 50-year-old white man
1: is, like, a stock bad person, and then you get, like, the few, like, you know, Paul Rudd and my dad, and, you know what I mean, like, (laughs) that are good people, but it's, most of them aren't. That's just what we were working with. Um... So are you ready to talk about feet? I cannot wait. <laughs> you have been excited for this one. I've
0: been texting you
1: in all caps for days. Yeah, Please. Yeah, you have. Give it to me. All right. Where do we start? The bottom. <laughs> the feet. Um, so I wasn't born yesterday, Samantha. I know that you can sell pictures, naked pictures, on the internet for money. And I'm not sure if that falls like explicitly under sex work or not but it's definitely, like, sex work adjacent, mm-hmm. and I'm all, first, I want to make it very clear. I am all for sex work. I think that anyone should be able to do whatever work they want to do and be able to do it safely with healthcare, mm-hmm. and that's, that's how I feel about that. However, there is, like, a crazy internet world around the online foot trade and specifically what you can do or what people tell you you can do to make your millions. Interesting. Not unlike Elon Musk. Ooh, Out there imagine trading. If, imagine if that's really how he yeah, makes millions. slinging those feet pics. <laughs> um so so let's first talk about those resources. How many resources there are out there? Um if you search like selling my feet mm-hmm. or selling foot pics. Or like buying foot pics. You won't find foot pics. You'll find a million and one like think pieces (laughs) and medium articles that are like how to get rich (laughs) quick selling feet pictures for money. Now, a lot of the language I have noticed is very similar to MLMs. Oh, it's like do this from home <laughs> if you have small children. Like it's easy with their schedules. Be, Be your own, own boss. boss. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like the language is super, super similar. Um, so I am going to, and then there's some of it that reads just like a manual for becoming um, an accountant. Uh So I'm going to read some of that now, um, from a, an article that I found. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but you can find it. Um, so they say, can you really sell pictures of your feet? Answer? Yes. There's a big market for people that are looking to purchase pictures of feet. They're looking to spend money on on pictures of feet because they love looking at feet and have requirements that may need to be met now that is just about the classiest way (laughs) that I have heard that put yeah absolutely are there a lot of people interested in feet answer there are millions (laughs) of people that love feet and are willing to pay for pictures of healthy and attractive looking feet or whatever taste they have meaning unattractive feet I suppose there's I mean there's a lid for every pot absolutely um they want pictures of feet that are tailored to their taste. This could be pictures of bare feet, feet in stilettos, stockings, etc. Millions of men and women, parentheses, they exist too. I like I like their eye towards equality. Absolutely. Um. And I'm assuming all peoples, not binary yes. individuals, everyone, enjoy looking at feet. Many of them will not admit it, but they are attracted to them. And attraction to feet is more common than most people would think. Another question, is it illegal to sell pictures of your feet? The answer is just no. No. Um, you can do that in um, UK, Australia, USA, Canada, New Zealand. It's all legal. Um, uh, and it's just, you have to be 18. I think that's fair. I think that's fair too. Um, and then it says, it says, what is a foot fetish? I think we mostly know, but I just love the way they put this. Before you can sell to your client, you must know your client. <laughs> Which I thought was a lovely thing to do. It really is a business guide. Yeah, it really is a business guide. Um, People have very specific tastes when it comes to feet. I don't love that sentence. Um, There may be a certain type of foot that they enjoy looking at or a certain type of shoe that they particularly enjoy. So these are just kind of, like, I'm not here to kink shame anyone. I'm just bringing you guys in on the ground level. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So there's a couple ways to go about this. You get your resources. You go out there. Most of the resources are going to tell you that what you should be doing is creating a social media presence and slinging off of that for sales. So you develop a presence on Twitter, OnlyFans, Instagram, or Facebook probably wouldn't go for it, Um, but what have you. And like you create a community on there and then you sell through like under the table on like Cash App or something. Interesting. Um Twitter, we're gonna talk about Twitter. Yes. Um, but there's also, I found out, third-party sites specifically for the online foot picture trade. Okay. Where you can just safely exchange feet pictures for money, which I think is probably better because it's it's more it's more safe and anonymous for mm-hmm. the individual who's selling and buying. Yeah. I assume. And you can make a profile and stuff like that. It's like PayPal. Yeah. Elon like, Musk.
0: Elon Musk. It's a little bit less of like a parasocial relationship too. Like if you have to keep up your Twitter presence, then people could feel like, oh, I know them. I read, read their tweets. Oh, it's
1: like a full-time job. Whereas if it's just like, would you like a picture of my feet? Yes. If, if only it were that simple. <laughs> oh. Um. So there's a couple of places. Uh, one is called Feetify. One is called InstaFeet. And one is feet finder. Mm -hmm. Those are the three that I found. Okay. And I found those with a cursory Google search. So God knows how many there are. (laughs) But here is where we really turn up the thermostat on this whole investigation. Okay. Because I have a ton of time on my hands. (laughs) B, I wanted to know. And I guess like with MLMs, like, you know, it's not going to work. But there's this part of you that's like, could I make yeah. $200,000 a year selling Avon from my bedroom? Maybe. Maybe I could. Yeah. Um, Only 1% of people do, but maybe I'm in that 1%. So I'm here to tell you that two weeks ago, <laughs> I went undercover and tried as a foot picture saleswoman. Oh my God. And tried pretty hard <laughs> to, to sell a picture of my feet. And I did it. No, I didn't. You didn't Um, do it? I wish I had. I literally was so disappointed. Because I'm a small business owner. You'd think I'd be able to pull it off. You're a branding expert. But no. And I learned a lot along the way, I will say. I really did. So what I did, here's what I did. I made a few shell accounts on Twitter and OnlyFans and um, I think Feet Finder, Mm -hmm. a couple of them. Um, I use the name Donna Sheridan, which, if you know, is Meryl Streep's character from Mamma Mia. I figured I would know that, but they wouldn't. (laughs) So that account's still out there somewhere. Um, It just didn't seem like there was another option. So I have the Donna Sheridan feed pics um, account up and running, and I start, like, filling out the bios, and I start following people who follow, like, foot picture websites Uh or accounts. And, you know, you gotta go where... You gotta go where the money is. I'm you know, like I, I'm savvy businesswoman, Absolutely. I think, if nothing else. Immediately, Sam. When I tell you immediately, immediately I start getting DMs. Oh. Yes. Okay. But it's not what you'd think. Oh. It's not people who are desperate to pay me money for my beautiful feet. Which they were in fact beautiful. I had just painted my toenails, they were looking totally adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, and I was getting a little bit of a big head. It's kind of like in Mindhunter when the guy is like working with serial killers and then he starts to get all fucked up and is like, (laughs) you get a huge ego on you. I started being like, maybe I should be doing this. Um, but I got a ton of DMs and most of what they were saying was not really about feet at all, Sam. Not even a little bit. It was all about asking me if they want, if they could be my sugar daddy. Now... Not I won't offer. speak for myself, but Donna Sheridan <laughs> is fine with that. She's interested, so she is like, "Go on, <laughs> right?" And she's getting, she's getting herself out there, and all of these people are coming back, and they're saying, "Okay, I want to be your sugar daddy," and I'm like, "But of course," or Donna Sheridan is like, "But of course," and so uh, I'm like, "Here's my cash. I made a cash up. Uh-huh. Um, so now I have that, <laughs> right?" <laughs> um, or Donna does. But so what they would do is say, all right, I'm going to send you Mm $2,000. And I was like, great, it's as easy as that, isn't it? And then they said, but you have to send over $50 first so I know that you're serious. And I'm like, first of all, that doesn't make any sense. And obviously it is a scam. Yeah. This scam, though, happened like 10 times over. Wow. So this is clearly a very common scam. Mm -hmm. And the Feet Finder, um, accounts, it seemed like only the top sellers were at the top of the profiles, so how was, you know, a a simple, small businesswoman, really, like Donna, like Donna, supposed to get to the top? It's a rigged game. That is exactly like MLMs. (laughs) It's exactly like MLMs. I'm on the downline. Yeah. I'm you're, screaming. You're only <laughs> making money if you're at the top. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, and then OnlyFans just took forever to approve my account. So mm-hmm. I didn't end up having any fun on that. Um, but it was what I learned is that the market is oversaturated. For some reason, people are hawking this as a way to make money. Mm -hmm. I've seen it on TikTok, too. Like, people are like, do this and you'll make money. When it's like, of course that would oversaturate the market. Yeah. And the market on Twitter is crazy. Like, search feet pictures or sugar babies or something. And you'll find a million people who are like, I'm ready for it. Now, of course, if, like, Sam, let's be real here. If somebody was like, I'll pay you $200 for a picture of your feet, Mm -hmm. you would say yes, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's not hurting anyone. No. It's helping me. Yes. Now I have $200. Yes. And nothing about my life or my dignity has changed. Nope. In any way. I would absolutely do that. Absolutely I would do that. I'd do it for a lot less than $200 is the truth. I'd probably do it for $75. i would do it for 25 You think you'd do it for 25 Yeah, fucking why not? Yeah, fair enough. Why not? And I'd do it for like $5 if I could get the $5 just for the thrill of the game. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Um, and it got to the point where I was like, come on, I really want to make a sale here. Uh-huh. Um, and I hope none of my actual clients for my actual business are listening to this. Um, but hopefully only it would only just prove my willingness to go the extra mile for my customers. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I learned about this market that's strangely like MLMs. It's trying to suck you in. But there's not really money to be made unless you're already, like, a TikTok star, mm-hmm. at which point, go to town, and I want you to. So, yeah, Donna Sheridan had to hang up her cleats on this one. Mm-hmm. She may come out of retirement someday when I'm in dire straits yeah, and need to have a backup, you know, business plan. But, you know, until then, I've just come back from the break. I'm like, Gloria Stein, I'm leaving the Playboy Mansion, basically. Like journalism. There you go. So, you know, that's the online foot trade. That's everything I learned about it during my time out out on the field. That's fascinating. That is truly
0: fascinating. And it also, like, it reminds me so much of OnlyFans. Like, that's another thing that's, like, really going around right now is, like, on TikTok, it's like, start an OnlyFans and, you know, da da da. And then it's like, well, Bella Thorne can come in and, make two million dollars and then fucks it up for all the actual small, like, smaller accounts that are just people trying to get by.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, if you are okay with, like, sell, like, and I seriously believe this, like, if you're okay with, like, selling your, um, like, naked pictures of yourself, absolutely do that. Yeah. Because wh- who cares? Yeah. And if it's a good way to make money, do that. Yeah. I, like, I'm not telling, like, I'm not telling you to do that if you don't want to, but I'm just saying, like, why does it have to be such a big fucking deal? Amen. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, I, I just, I just think it needs to be less a big deal. And it just needs to be safe. Like, it just needs to be like, in a safe environment, where, like, yes, like, they could get leaked. But at that point, you know, you're, I want us to be in a community where you can be like, yeah, well, they're either a sex worker or working in the sexual trade. And that's, that's their property what's the problem yeah do you know what I mean absolutely um because who gives a shit this Mm -hmm. whole country is just like too obsessed with everybody's titties yeah you know what I mean absolutely and I wish it wasn't that way I
0: wish so too and I'm sorry that Donna Sheridan was not able to sell a a foot pick this time not this
1: time but you know she might get back out there who knows depends on how my life goes yeah yeah or me perhaps I'm the new Donna Sheridan. You could take her mantle like Robin and Batman yeah, like or Robin and all the other Robins. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Um but Sam this has been a hoot and a holler. Oh my um, goodness! I had a, such a great time learning about Elon Musk, <laughs> and I had I was in in
0: suspense for the feed picks. So thank yeah, you so much.
1: Absolutely glad to, glad to do it. We'll uh, see what what
0: part of the internet I go to for next week. And I hope no one cuts that uh, audio clip of me saying I was in suspense for the feed picks and uh, uses it against me at a few future dates. <laughs> you cannot run for office anymore.
1: Um, that is true. That's true. That's fine. But, all right, stay safe out there on the internet, and until next week, we hope you stay horrified. Stay horrified!